Thank you for joining us over here at Cozy Conversations. We are honored to be part of your regular podcast lineup. And if it wasn't already evident, we really love creating cozy content for you. You guys, we are so excited to share that we are offering a monthly subscription to the sister project over at anchor.com, our super cool hosting platform. We are dazzled by their initiative to support creators and their platform, so we signed ourselves up. But here's the twist. Our content is and always will be free. And to top it off, we're crazy, so we have plans to create even more. What we're doing is hopping on the content creator bandwagon and opening up space for you to support our small business because in a way, we're like your virtual cozy cup of coffee. If you're interested in learning more, head to the anchor.com link in our show notes. And P.S., Whether you decide to subscribe or not, we are just so grateful that you're tuning in. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I'm Lauren. And I'm Michelle. And we're so excited you stopped by for a visit. Come on in. Yeah, make yourself at home. We're two Midwestern sisters who love a good old-fashioned conversation and enjoy sharing our life experiences with one another and you. Consider this your one-stop shop for cozy, mindful well-being, along with some entertainment and lots of wheezy laughing. Oh, you bet there'll be a lot of that going around. (laughs) Our goal is to live our coziest life and inspire you to do the same because the truth is, we think it's good for your mind and your body. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, let's get cozy. Well, hello there, and welcome to Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I'm your host, Lauren, joined by my other hostess, your other hostess, yours truly, Michelle. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Well, that doesn't Albert. go along with anything that I was trying to say <laughs> it's here. It's not cozy. You guys, welcome. It's officially summer. I mean, I know by like the calendar it's year, not, it's not. But it is. But it, it is. I mean, it's like 80-something degrees. Yeah. The air quality is terrible. terrible. Mm-hmm. It's summer. You got to get your walks out before 10 because if you go at noon, you'll melt on the trail. Yeah, kind totally. of a heat wave coming in hot. Dude, I have. I know we've got a full <laughs> podcast, but last night, I just have to tell you, Michelle, I grilled portobello mushrooms for the first time and they were freaking delicious. Okay. Like, did you grill the whole thing and flip it like a burger? Was this yeah, a pe- like a burger. Oh, and I marinated it in, in olive oil, balsamic vinegar, mm. soy sauce, That's which the is key. the secret. That's ing- the key. That's the secret ingredient to my sauteed little like button Mushroom. mushrooms. Soy sauce yeah. and mushrooms right. go hand in hand. They do. And then rosemary oh, yeah. well, there and cayenne and a little garlic and a garlic powder. And it was, I sliced it up, put it in a farro salad with sauteed kale. Sounds- it was Sounds freaking insane. Incredible. Next time I'm at the LaGrange Farmer's Market and I pass the mushroom purveyor, I if he has any choice portobellos, I'll snag them for you. Thank you. So I welcome. like those. I've tried I've tried doing like lines mean and eating them. I'm not as crazy about those yet. I'm just moving into, but the portobellos. Chef's, chef's kiss. kiss. Delish. All right, you guys. Happy summer. We have a full episode filled with what we did over the holiday weekend a couple weeks back for Memorial Day. I know that's, you know old news, but still, that's good summer vibes. Um, we hit up some recent sales we're telling you about, what we're reading, watching, and listening to. Did you know that walking backwards is so good for you? We're going to tell I you didn't. more about that. You, you didn't. <laughs> it is. It's so good for you. And I'm sharing an iPhone tip hack, rather, that is going to blow the pants off I was off just going to say those words, Lauren. Blow <laughs> your pants right off. Blow your bottom out. <laughs> no, we <laughs> And as usual, we've got some pop culture hot topics we're hitting on today um, having to do with, and just like that, 
uh, Kim Cattrall. Maybe she's coming back. Maybe she's not, but she is. And also a little bit about Tallulah Willis, who is sharing up with her um, struggle Mm. with mental health and her father Bruce's diagnosis with FTD. So it is a packed conversation. We just want to say that we are so happy to be in your ears right now with the summer season a lot of podcasts kind of drops and dips in listenership, but we know you guys are hard freaking core. So listen, while you're out mowing your lawn, watering your grass, pop us in yeah, your ears stick around, at any ma'am. moment that you can. Stick, stick with us this whole summer stick long, with us. all summer long. And just so you know, we have a brand new shipment of our summer scents, Soleil, coconut, mango, orange blossom, and this hot pink iridescent sexy vessel. Snag a few, because here's the thing. You're going to be invited to barbecues throughout the summer, and you're going to need to bring a hostess gift. Okay, so you can just open your drawer, grab a a Sister Project candle, Soleil, and bring it to your friend. There said hostess takes lights, thanks, and is remembering you all throughout. Yeah, and they're grateful. Hang so on, wait. Check out the yes. link. Yeah, well, I, I want to make sure that we don't forget one other thing. I'm sorry to go rogue what? here. Well, we need what? to do a save the date for our TED Talk at, yes. at Vintage Charm on June 22nd. April 22nd. Not April. <laughs> April has oh. passed. April has passed. Um, but June is still June 20- on the horizon. And June 22nd, Lauren and I are going to change it up at Vintage Charm. Well, you know, we like to hang out with our, our favorite boutique in town and, and um, have these little shopping events. But we wanted to put a little bit of a different spin on what we are doing. So Lauren and I are going to be hosting what we're calling our TED Talk. It's our little... It's just it, practice it's, <laughs> for the real TED Talk. <laughs> exactly. And we're going to share, um, well, more about us and uh, some lifestyle hacks and inspiration we've gotten from other countries on how to live slower um, and better and and our favorite thing of all, do a little bit more of uh, nothing. Yeah, because here's the deal. The summer with all these freaking sports and things and places to do and people to see, it is overwhelming. And then summer flies by and it's like, what the hell happened to your summer? So this is the opportunity for you to come visit with us. We'll shop around. We'll have some sips and bites. But we really want to share with you how important it is to be okay with saying no to Mm -hmm. some things, even if it has to do with your kids Mm -hmm. and not doing 500 freaking things. It's okay to hang out at home, put the sprinkler on and have some Mm -hmm. fun. Mm -hmm. Make life a little bit more simpler this summer. So please join us. We will have the link in the show notes um, and then grab a ticket and join us June 22nd. Okay, you guys, without further ado, this is episode 246. Oh, so I'm feeling a little, I've got like, I've been telling Anthony, I've got like a little bit of a sour stomach. Oh, I don't like oh, that. Literally. When you don't know what the cause is and it feels well, it's like, it's not like a stomach ache. I'm not like, oh, I've got a belly ache. It's like, somewhat nauseous. I kind of feel hungover, but there's no need. There's, it's not possible yeah. for me to be hungover. I didn't drink. It's just kind of like a unsettling, like, like a sour stomach. Yeah. You know, that's such a strange way to put it, but that's what it feels it's like. like the, it's the only way to describe, like, you can't quite put your finger on it. So you're calling it a sour stomach. You know, it's like when a fruit is like turning and is it's going to be bad and rotten soon, yeah. but it's in that like medium stage. That's, that's, that's what totally, I feel like. Totally. And they I had to paint a, a picture for for a doctor that I'd like a pear that's way too brown. The thing, <laughs> gross, sick. And let's talk <laughs> about that for a second. You know, I had a friend, a, a work wife, who would eat fruit 
where where do you go with this? What's your level of, you know, I am, Listen. someone hands you a piece of fruit. If there's a minute, the smallest, teeniest, babiest bruise on it, that thing's going in the garbage. No, well, <laughs> you're a waster and people that care about our earth are now canceling you again. <laughs> You've been canceled yet again for not, <laughs> for just waste. Um, no, my friend Devin makes fun of me and actually several people, my friend Deanna, because I always have like brown and black bananas in my house. Like not even in the freezer, just maybe they're sitting in a bowl. Are you going to use have, those though? I have high hopes to bake Do, with them. You have high hopes. So you waste things too. You sometimes- No, I put them in the freezer. You're nope. just they, bananas. They go in the free- just bananas. Well, just bananas. But listen, an orange that like, I I know once something's like gone bad and I actually have an, an opposite problem. I will hold on to an apple. Like just recently I did throw out a perfectly good looking apple because it was in my refrigerator for I think maybe like two months. Yeah, I kind of that's, forgot about you know, it. That's you're like, you but know, like, you're why done. did it look, why did it look like, like it had never, it was like the, it had like, I don't know. It was almost like, um, what's that movie? Death becomes her. Like it drank the serum. It, it never it aged. It didn't age. Interesting. It's a little odd, isn't it? It is. And if you bit into that, it would have probably tasted like a potato. Like and crap. Like just like nothing. That's, that's for me. And I don't even know how I started with my work wife and then didn't even talk about her. And then we got to where we eat levels of ripeness of fruit. This woman that I would work with, she would feel, she would take her fruit. She would feel it. I would watch this. This was a ritual. Every day we'd have lunch together and it was hysterical and she'd massage it and she'd look at me and she'd go, I don't know. I don't know. This one, we could have a potato <laughs> on our hands, but she would always try <laughs> And she would oh, try it. And then gross. I would sit and I would stare and I would watch and it would either be a potato or it would be the greatest piece of fruit she's ever sunk her teeth into. Now Thanks will she, listening. so she will and eat she it. will eat around. Potato or good? No, she will take a couple extra bites and then I would get upset. I'd be like, you know what? Enough. I'm like, you're supposed to enjoy this. It's a supposed to be a fresh piece of fruit. You're, I'm like, I can hear the, the, the non-flavor oh, in your oh, item, food gross. item. Gross. No, thank you. Now, speaking of something that has better <laughs> flavor today, so we're, we're recording on June 1. It's June, it's Luna June's 11th month That's of crazy. being alive. That's cool, Dude, right? It's, it's crazy. crazy. What? Oh my gosh. What? She's such a you just, she, what? And I almost, it's been a year almost. I don't feel like I just had her, but I feel like we went through a year of learning. There are so many things. I just want to like, you know, yeah. I have a lot of friends that are giving birth soon. Which is also super, you let that belch out because I think that's super cool. Yeah. I mean, you are, it's, I, you're I'm 40, a 40 my friend, year old my woman. Year old, and I you have, have a 43 year old friend, I think that just had a baby. That's awesome. awesome. It's great. And I just want to throw out there that about this time last year, I was on listening on repeat, my, uh, my birthing affirmations. And it was on Spotify, you can go on YouTube, you can go on Insight Timer, wherever you get some audio put in birthing affirmations or even pregnancy affirmations, but I would do birthing because if you're at near like home, you're saying to people that are about to deliver, not just anyone on the street. Oh no, no, not just anybody. (laughs) Just the people who are about to deliver because this time last year, that's all I was listening to. And it was like, my body is healthy. My baby's healthy. Mm. Women have been giving birth for a thousand billion years, Mm. you know, and it was just this, that's just a hot tip coming in. Got you in the mindset. It got you in the Mm -hmm. open wide, open the floodgates mindset. 
got me in the not it also quieted some of the fear mm. and some of the major anxiety. Oh, um, okay, but back to what we were going to talk about. It's National Donut Day on June 1. That's today. Um, not today that you're listening, just the day that we're recording. Michelle, what is your favorite donut? And from where are your favorite donuts from? Oh, well, I'm going to say that Weber's Bakery here. Shout out, shout out Archer, on Archer Avenue, Avenue. Yep. to um, the best chocolate glazed donut chocolate glazed donut i have ever had long john or donut donut, actually i'll take either or i like to go for a long john because i feel like if i'm Mm. going all in i want that john to be long and i want Mm. to (laughs) and i want it to last do you know what i'm saying i'm talking about donuts by the way just yeah, no, I oh, know, yeah, okay, I know. Right. I used to love Long John's. <laughs> I love Weber's um, Punchkis. Like when theirs mm. are so good. But my favorite two types, well, because one of my favorite donuts is a, a jelly donut with no fucking frosting, just granulated Yum. sugar on top. Yum. Oh my god! I also have and to say, Boston cream from Dunkin' Donuts does me real mm, okay. well. All right, you would like okay. that. And F you. That. We need to do like a, what does your donut you. tell you about yourself? F you. My dad and I. That was our morning ritual. Um, oh, when I would get his coffee and his donut for him, I would get like one for you, myself. Oh, you were mm-hmm. like coffee girl. Yep. Coffee. Yeah. And butch. I would get that one. Um, I also love a good old fashioned, like with an absolutely nothing. Just like it's like fried dough. Lame. That's why I love fried dough. Lame. Lame. Well, speaking of fried dough, we went to the pool, the oh. whole Masarella clan, minus Rob Kardashian. I mean, Nick. <laughs> Brother Nick, we all went to the pool for a pool day. This is the so second fun. Memorial Day doing yeah. it. We meet up with the with the Del Deegan Weeson crew, mm-hmm. you know, John and Christina mm-hmm. Bullock. So we get a whole bunch of people, you know, that we know. The all the cousins, the aunts and oh, uncles. Yeah. Yeti's full of Miller lights. Mm-hmm. And it's... You, I saw you brought a couple white claws. <laughs> Yeah, right. I threw some carrots in a bag, and then you, oh, a couple yeah, mini baby I threw carrots a carrot in the bag, and then you came prancing around with your uh, pretzel of cheese. Oh no! Oh, that was so good. But what have you had? Speaking of fried dough, there the funnel fries. The funnel fries. So, in fact, when I went to go order my my hot pretzel with cheese, because that is my mark of the it summer, is, it's it like is. the mark of the beast, but it's my mark <laughs> of the summer. <laughs> And I begin my summer with a hot pretzel with salt dipped in like some good old fashioned lab factory made cheese. And did it meet your expectations? It could have been a little bit hot, warmer, oh. but it did the flavors there. Okay. It's oh, the delicious. flavor. Huh? Uh, but, 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 but there was, they were, there were some uh, funnel fries and some other pretzels just sitting there and no one was re- like coming to get them. And the, one of the little cafe guys was like, well, I guess I'm going to toss it. And I was like, no. are you going to throw those away? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, well, can I at least just try some of those funnel fries? And I literally <laughs> Lauren, like Lauren, shoved my hand in and took they? a hand. They're so it's messed up. It's basically a funnel cake, but they're sh- like French it's fries. It's basically like my I, my arteries closed oh, up while I was sitting poolside. fine. It's just a couple. I don't care. It was delicious. Um, I want to bring up a couple, another poolside beverage that, two poolside be- beverages that I think people might be into Let's this year it. for the pool season. One is an NA and one is not. The first one is from Trader Joe's and it's Italian spark. So Devin, my friend Devin really got into these. She's into them and now I am. I saw you guys Rose, walking around they're, with these. They're like sparkling, it's sparkling cans of Italian sparkling wine. So it's small cans of um, Italian sparkling wine. We, I'm really liking the rosé. The mango is a little sweet. sweet. The peach is way too okay. sweet. 
And the white one, I believe, is pretty good too. But the rosé is so good. I think it's like 10% ABV. So you don't need a lot. Okay. You just want, one, you know, that's to... kind of how I am now. Just, yeah, you don't have to overdo it. No, um, I think so you those should are really sloppy good. at the pool, poolside. Sloppy yeah, I'm going to hammer with mom. my baby. New mom. With sloppy my baby. Poolside. But they're like $3.99 for four cans. Oh. So those are really good. But my other favorite NA during the summer when I want to like not be like chugging Miller Lights with you guys yeah. are my Gia, my Gia spritz. And it's the bitter aperitif, um, aperitivo like spritz you pour it on ice. It is so refreshing. Scratches the itch. You've always said this. It's just so good. And I want to bring it back. I love the labeling and I love, it's just such a good option. If you're not drinking for whatever reason, it's a great way to feel like you're kind of, you know, in the mood, you know, you're getting in the mood with everyone else, but you're not, you know, I love that. I love that. And also another option for the non boozy, but going the cannabis route. Well, water does help and it's important (laughs) to bring, oh my God, we, I was out. No, my friends came over um, last weekend and we were giving Killeen so much shit she sat down at the table out back and she had a Stanley. Um, oh, a st- those Stanley Okay, cups. when I tell you this Stanley, Stanley thing, they're, they're so we, No, we, they were so big. We were walking. I was like, are you getting a couple of weights? You doing? You lifting some weights layer here? Biceps. I'm like, this is the biggest cup I've ever seen. It, this is so the, stupid. I'm a Yeti girl. I'm a Yeti girl. I'm a Yeti girl. But this is the thing about Stanley's that I don't think everyone realizes that the, sta- the Stanley's the reason why influencers were pushing them so much is because they get like a 40% like commission on them. It's mm-hmm. insane. Mm-hmm. But they're just so stupid. They're just they're cumbersome. A, how big are we? It's how dumb. big are we making these cups? Uh, I just don't have space for it. I, no, there's I don't too even much, need too it. much of a cup. Anyway, I want to sidebar and get back on the cannabis because another poolside um, joy inducer slash relaxer mm. with a side of giggle is the laughs by Wonder. And they are a uh-huh. five milligram and they just... They just give you what you need while the sun is shining and the children are frolicking. Okay, those are good, but I've got to also say I want to go back to the the Wana gummies, the mango sativa. They're incredible. I just little take little nibbles. Incredible. Cry laughing. Incredible. Just cry laughing. Oh, and another one by um, I think it's Lost Farms, and it's the it's it's sativa. It's the Durban Poison gummy. I'm just here to tell you that I had one of those at my sister in law's house, and I was sitting there mixing a salad. I make a real good snap pea cucumber mm, salad yes, with do. some blue cheese, olive oil, and lemon juice. So easy, so fresh. Great accompaniment for like a barbecue. And I'm sitting there mixing it, and Rena, my my sister in law, is to my left, but I, I don't know that that she is. And she's also there with a bunch of like teenagers because it was a house full of kids. And I had my edible about an hour ago and I'm sitting there mixing my sale and I'm going, Hey, does anyone know where Rena is? And other families are there. And I hear her go, I'm right here. And I'm now I'm looking all around me. I'm, I'm like, Oh, where, where are you? I even look to my left. Look, I look at Rena. I look at her body. And I said, have you seen Rena? <laughs> And she looks at me, she goes, are you oh, all right? Wow. Like, Cannabis you know what? working. Cannabis but working. Smile. Yeah. Oh my ear God. To ear. Vibes. No hangover. Oh. Oh. Okay. So you have a story to share with us about our brother, Ben, Uncle Ben, and some a dive story. What happened? Yeah, I, I totally, Lauren, I th- totally thought you were standing poolside when this was happening. No, we, I was trying to get the baby to Yes. Out. You know what I need to remember? New moms are usually missing out. And missing. And, and it's okay. And my Kindle. Tur- tur- turtly, turtly. Turtly. So anyway, 
So totally. our, we, our family <laughs> likes to park it behind the um, diving, the diving well. That's worst most, place to worst place to try to get a baby to nap. Totally. So then you really need to disappear. It's, no, Michelle, totally, totally, totally do. <laughs> um, it's really the reason we like to park it back there is because we never get there early enough to stay out of this. Where your microphone is, yeah. by the way, your microphone is okay. Yeah. Oh, it's been okay. here for weeks. Okay, <laughs> been here for weeks. Um, uh, so Ben, our brother, Ben, he likes to get on the high dive and do some tricks and there were some, um, ladies sun tanning just on the outer edge of the high dive. And we were like, do a splash dive. Okay. Get them, get them wet. And we were (laughs) screaming, we were calling him Olga. And if anybody from the Chicago Olga the walrus. Maria knows about the Olga. Yeah, the walrus from Brookfield Don't they have Zoo. a statue there? She is memorialized. Olga, yes, she is. I'll look uh, it up. Olga is memorialized. And she, I I mean, I feel like she was a staple in um, my childhood. But I, I checked. I looked some stuff up. There she is. She was not. She wasn't small. She so you guys. Like, she was not small. She weighed 2,700 okay. pounds. Wow. All right? She came to the Brookfield Zoo as a six-month-old pup from the Copenhagen oh. Zoo. Yes. I like that you say Copenhagen. I don't know why I said Copenhagen. I meant Copenhagen. Okay. And I've always Whatever. said Copenhagen. It was just oh, today. okay. So it's, just for today. Yeah. It's like turtley. Yeah. I, I, there's something wrong. <laughs> there's something wrong with me. <laughs> so like, she came from at six months. Yeah. She came at six months. She was the, I believe she was the. In 1962. Oldest, huh? not, yep. Oldest walrus in captivity. And, um. And a hefty tab to feed that big bitch. She was $13,000 a year on fish to feed her. Mackerel and herring. Yeah. She ate 60 pounds a day. A day. A A day. She looked like Jabba the Hutt in that. She's massive. um, I totally. In the statue. She's so sweet. Totally remember her. Um, I wanted to point out, you know, I was watching the news today and um, one of the news broadcasters was remarking that today is the first day of Pride. It's Pride Month here in Chicago. And I think June is like Pride Month. I think Pride Month, that's the month of Pride. But in different cities, they have their Pride marches at different times, which Chicago's, I believe this year is like uh, June 26th. But I, I have to admit, I did not realize that Pride Month was in remembrance and, and marks the anniversary of the Stonewall Uprising that took mm. place in New York um, in the summer in June of 1969 when um, police raided the Stonewall Inn. It was a gay bar in New York City. And from there, there were a lot of um, uprisings and protests. Yeah. Um, and that community wanted to get loud. And now we have these months to celebrate. I honestly thought it was Pride Month, I didn't realize the that it, historical aspect to this. I thought it was just a month to celebrate, you know, my gay mm-hmm. best friend. <laughs> you know, I didn't realize there's that. There's a little bit more much more, Yeah, I didn't yes, know that. Had no idea. So every June we celebrate um, Pride Month for persons around the world and mark the anniversary of the Stonewall Uprising. Five decades later, Pride Month reminds us of the spirit of democratic protest and that all persons are created equal. Love it. Yeah, I thought that was cool to know. Had no idea. Love, love, love. Right on. All right. We got donuts, we got pride, and we've got Olga. Um, (laughs) Michelle, we also had Memorial Day sales, and I know we're way past it, but here's what I'm doing lately. If there's a holiday coming up and I know I want something, I'm looking. I'm like, is it on sale? So I. this is what I got. I can't wait to hear what you got. So I got a pair of Tevas. 
which Tevas are they making are, a comeback. They are everywhere, and they're I have so, been eyeing them myself. They're really cute. I got a really cute pair. They're like burnt orange. I also got Bobby. I, this was a random one, but I went on Bloomingdale's and I got um, my Bobby my summer scent, which is Bobby Brown Beach. Which you guys, it smells like copper tone sun lotion. It is. Do you have it on? No, I don't have it yet. It's on its way. Mm. It reeks of summer Ugh. cool vibes. So I got that. And then for Anthony for Father's Day, I got him the uni pizza oven. Shut up, Lauren. Uh-huh. And I got him the, I actually got him the wood pellet one. So it will have a more of like a smoky vibe oh to God. it. I got him the bundle. So it comes with like the pizza. Mr. Wrap. Bundle. Calling <laughs> Mr. Bundle. What movie is that from? Name that movie. Name that movie. I'll give you another line. I'll give you another line. All right. Do I hear <laughs> singing in here? Well, now I know it's a little more. <laughs> Who was Mr. Bundle? Who was Mr. Bundle? Who was Mr. Bundle? Come on. He was the launderer. Know. He was the one that Annie came <laughs> out and threw herself into the bin of laundry and he would take her away and then she'd go <laughs> strolling down the street. Oh my God. I had no idea <laughs> what you were just talking about. But Carol Burnett. One of the best, best, one of her best roles made for ever, her. Who I gotta say, our sister Nicole does an impeccable impression oh, of, oh. of um, Mrs. Mrs. Hannigan. Mrs. Hannigan. Mrs. Oh Hannigan. my god! So yeah, the pizza uni pizza oven seems pretty cool. Michelle, did you get anything on? Yeah, sale? I did, and I'm kind of freaking out because I think that I might have gotten uh, the sale didn't work in my favor. I ordered. What? I I went to on World Market was doing a sale for um like outdoor like patio outdoor, dining yeah, sets and stuff sure. and i sent a text to my friend jen dina and said can you tell me what you think would work in this space and she like a true designaholic rapid fired some shit back and i was like yes this is it this really cool like cement top and cement bench table and you know benches for my side patio and I am getting a keep getting a message from World Market that says in bright red your item hasn't arrived yet and so today I was like well it was supposed to be here today so I'm gonna call and I've called corporate and then I also called the pickup location and so far we've got no table. So I've got well, nothing. I've got nothing. Bright red is never a good sign. It's not. It stressed me out no. actually when I saw it too, which it's is the worst. That's that's actually kind of a lot. That's a little intense, yeah. but I would have gone maybe, for like more of a lighter mauve or just like a gentler, <laughs> even a lavender. <laughs> Keep us posted. <laughs> and now let's hear a word from our sponsor. Lauren, did you know that in order to stand out from the crowd both personally and professionally, it is essential to have a strong brand with purpose. You know, Michelle, I actually did know that. And I'm pretty sure I'm the one that, that told you how important branding is. Yeah, now that you mentioned it, I think you're right. A personal brand is what makes you unique and the reason people will remember you. It gives you that edge. But sometimes we need a little help honing that personal and professional brand. Which is why we are so excited to share the perfect guidebook to assist anyone who's looking to create a vibrant personal or professional brand with purpose. It's called Find Your Clear Vision by Lisa Gio. Lisa has taken her 20 years of brand strategy expertise and mindset coaching to help you, dear listener, find your own clear vision so that you can share it with the world. It literally is a roadmap to help you find your clear vision, teach you how to show up as a visionary within your own personal and professional brand, and build your inner platform. 
If you are looking to reinvent yourself, build a business or both, but simply don't know where to start, then start by grabbing yourself a copy of Find Your Clear Vision by Lisa Gio. And it is available on Amazon. Simply search Find Your Clear Vision and when the bright colored beauty appears, put it in your cart and click purchase. No, Michelle, speaking of branding, I am obsessed with her book's vibe and cover. Same, Lauren, and to you, dear listener, enjoy your journey to finding your own clear vision. And now back to our cozy conversation. Um, So I had a conversation with someone over the weekend. Um, I had known that her mother wasn't well and I asked her about her mom and I don't, I'm not very close with this individual. I know her through someone, but I just had known. Um, and we got into a conversation and she had gotten pretty emotional. And oh. as as we were discussing, we just got onto the topic of um, part of her emotion was that people don't ask her, her ask about her mom. And been there, done that. You know, we've been there. And she has a lot of anger and resentment towards, you know, people that don't ask. You know, I feel like I went through that yeah. when I was in the deep with mom. And I just want to say that if you don't ask someone how their parent is, if you know they're sick, because you are fearing that they're going to get emotional, risk it. Just risk the tears, risk the emotion, because it will mean so much to them that you asked about their love. 100%, one. because this is the deal. That is the headliner situation in anybody's circumstance. This, this oh, that's, but that's their life. That's the main thing. And yeah. it's almost inauthentic to have a conversation about anything else. So I agree with you totally. 100%. Michelle, you, the way 100%. you just put it is the way you just put it is so brilliant. It is a headliner. It's the constant thing that's on their mind, heavy on their heart. It's very stressful. Mm-hmm. Um and you're yeah, you're right. Like if you're not asking about that before you're asking about like how's work and all the other bullshit, yeah. then you're a butthead. Like I try to do it like this. I try to say and I'm really bad in other areas, but I like to knock myself down and then also build myself <laughs> up by sharing what I, if I ever give myself a compliment, know that it's coming with a tear down also. That's who I am. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, but I like to go this approach. How are you? How, mm. how is Phil and sick parent? Boom. Yeah. Boom. Or whoever, right? Yes. Yeah, I know. It's interesting. You know, I think people are, and I, you know, here's another thing with the situation. I think people that, don't like to feel feelings sometimes. I also think that people don't realize, like if you have never gone through this, you don't realize how much it sucks when you're not asked about that loved one until you're in it. It's so true. But the other thing is when it's a long-term illness, an illness or, um, you know, some sort of health problem that's long-term, it's not like they're dying rapidly of cancer right now and you're in the thick of it, but it's a long-term situation and mom is just, or dad or whoever isn't well for a long time and probably not going to, it's, it doesn't get forgotten about for that person, Mm -hmm. that, that person that you're talking to just because they're however many years in doesn't mean it's less heavy perhaps. So it doesn't have to be every time, but it wouldn't, kill you to be just acknowledge it. it. It's so true. Yeah. It's so true. Just give it a little it, zinger. It will make a difference. Um, what else will make a difference? I am going to blow your mother freaking mind. I've been, I've been okay, get waiting. Ready. Tell me, tell me, get tell me. ready, you guys. Get ready. Yeah. And if you're on a walk right now, I want you to whip out your phone. Okay, don't whip anything else out. Just your phone. <laughs> Especially if you're on a walk and if in you're, the woods. Yeah. Like that one guy that used to do that to our mom. Anyway. <laughs> this guy would like whip it out by our mom. No, he oh, would ride by with his penis sitting on his bike seat. <laughs> 
complicated. He, and so, no. Right here, Bemis Woods, all right? But like, was it not like, it just kind of flopped It just over? kind of just like, was dangling. It was, it was getting some air, as they say. <laughs> they. <laughs> I don't know. Just getting there. Okay, so if you're on a walk, get your phone and take a photo of a plant. Just take a photo of any plant that is whatever. Yeah. If you're in your house, don't care. Just take a photo. Once you take a photo, take go into your photo album, see the photo. You know, you can swipe up on your photos to get all the information below it, like the date you took it and all like the, you know, camera specifics. Okay. You can. So at Didn't your photo, that. you swipe up and then you're going to see, it says plants and you tap on the plant the word plants, and it's going to tell you and send you to Wikipedia and tell you exactly what plant you just took a photo of. What? You're welcome. That You're welcome. it is insane the amount yes. of information we. Can but that's cool because I always wonder, like, what kind of plants is that? How would I care for? Is it? that something I should be avoiding? Do I need right. to get some calamine right. lotion? Right. Yeah, exactly. That's super cool, and I guess, man. So, um, a family friend of um, or a family member of my in-laws shared this with me and I guess you could do it with animals as well. So if you see a dog you like take a photo of it and then you can see what kind of breed it is or whatever the super cool. Speaking of dogs, Kevin, um, he had some friends over this week, this past weekend. And I have to say, you know, when I tell everybody that meets him, you know, Kevin's bark is truly worse than his. He has no bite. He's a friendly fellow. The way he sounds doesn't match how he feels inside. No, no. And this weekend, he made two new friends, Murph and his friend Allie. Murph. And Murph is my, Killeen's new Aussie doodle. I have no Wait, idea. Oh, it's a oh, fluffy, cute. fluffy, cute little sweetie. And Kevin and Murph greeted each other in silence. Not one noise, not one bark. Just a, just a, it was a smell. Friends, observe. friends love at first sight. Oh no, really? Love at first sight. Murph. I really love Murph that. Murph and Kev. Murph and Kev, mm-hmm. you know, um, people often ask how Luna does with Egon. And I have to say Egon, who people, some family members of mine call Egon an asshole because he's a cat and sometimes he doesn't like humans and he'll swat at you. But I have to say that he is being a good, big, best, big, big cat brother. brother. Yes, a big cat brother. Like he'll lay on the couch. He's getting old now. So mm-hmm. he lays a lot. He just sleeps. And Luna's very intrigued by him. And she'll go and really gently pet him and even grab his he paws. He hasn't done any. Paws, but... And no, because her. then I'd have to like, I'd have to like skin him. No, he, no, I would teach him to not do that. I would, no, he's an animal. He doesn't know better sometimes. But they are, they're such friends that there's, they're friends and it's beautiful. It's, it's so cute. There's nothing cuter. There's nothing Very cuter sweet. than the child animal interaction. And I just have Dude, to say really quick, hang on, I just have to say, Marconi, <laughs> we love Ali too. Don't be, you're feeling, we love him too. Okay, go on. Uh, Marconi is a friend of Michelle's that <laughs> listens and Michelle wants to make sure that we know what they, we love your dog. I have a very scary story about animals. What? Do you want me to tell you? Sorry, you guys, that I always bring in one one Debbie Downer story, but this is, I'm captivated by the story it? and I'm going to share it. It's not on our list. So over the weekend, a bunch of seniors from Baton Rouge went down to the Bahamas for a vacation about the sh- the kid that jumped overboard. Yep. Okay, so a young man, and forgive me, I don't know his name, but he was a very um, athletic baseball player, and he was probably has he had big aspirations, and he had probably a lot of great stuff ahead of him. He was dared on this. They call it a cruise ship, but it's a much smaller vessel than a cruise looked ship. Like the picture Just, I saw looked pretty like pretty big, but it's not like a, a carnival. Okay, cruise got ship. it. 
it was a pirate themed uh, adventure ship, if you will. Like the crew is dressed like pirates. Okay. And some of these, you know, other seniors dared no, this young man no. to jump into the Bahama, the Bahamas, the Bahama, okay. the water, the ocean of the Bahamas. The Captain <clears throat> Hogan's of the world. Yep. And he did. Sadly, he did. I don't know what we're talking about. If, if there was drinking involved, let's not even worry about that because who cares? Like, that's not even whatever. He jumped in and... I think under normal circumstances, because there's there's video footage of this, you would have he probably perhaps would have been saved. What? He um, they threw a life uh, life preserver to him, and he started swimming towards it. No. But as he starts swimming towards it, right past the life preserver, you see a breach in the water, and it looks like a shark. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. And what's so scary about this is that, and I didn't know this, that the Bahamas are infested okay. with sharks during certain times. <laughs> I was not expecting him to be taken by a shark. I know. I know. Well, they don't know that for sure, but they are highly suspicious that that's what happened. And the reason why this stuff comes on my TikTok, you guys, is because I follow the hashtag sharks because I am fascinated by these beasts. All right. So very scary. And I'm sorry to have been tell you that story. I mean, I knew that the guy jumped to his death and they canceled the search, but the breaching, uh, yeah, I know. Well, I'm like a detective. I will find any video that will. So very sad for that poor man and his family and be careful out there. And just another example of those young men, those brains are not developed. Jesus. Well, yeah, age. you know, someone, and, but that's the Christ. thing, you know, the kids can be, make bad decisions and, and bad decisions is how you learn and make, you know, what not. Unless but they're fatal. There are, uh, that's exactly correct. It's like sometimes, you know, there's those occasional mistakes that are made that are like, oh, Which God. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Hindsight. Exactly. So, Damn. yeah, be careful out so there. Scary. Those senior trips. Um, switching gears a little bit on TikTok, I did see a very interesting um, brain health doctor talking about walking backwards. Tell me more. Walking backwards is so good for your mind and your body. It creates new neural pathways because you aren't used to walking backwards. Okay. So it gets your feet and brain to coordinate. And he says, of course, with safety, make sure there's like no ice, but we're in summertime. This is a good time to do it. Do it in a patch of grass, you know, and walk backwards. So, And it also works different parts of your muscles differently because the weight bearing is different. You're bending your knees in a different way. That is um, but great. Very interesting. Great to hear. Very cool. And walking back- yeah. backwards just to grow some more pathways. I am I'm in, 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 I in, 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 in. <laughs> okay, Michelle, moving on. What are you reading, watching, and listening to? From the show notes, it looks like nothing. Yeah. And that's okay. I, well, that's, that's okay. because I've I've I'm about I'm about nine I have about nine percent left in a discovery of witches. And so then what I've done now is I mean, I, I just have to say like you know, we're talking witches, we're talking vampires, we're talking demons, not daemons, like the way it's spelled <laughs> in the book. Um, <laughs> so it is pronounced demons, you dork. Oh my God, a couple episodes ago, Michelle's like, they've got daemons. I was like, not to be confused with a demon. She's like, mm, daemon. <laughs> it's a daemon. So it, is, so it is a demon. Yeah, and they're just a world collide. <laughs> but so there, I have mentioned in previous conversations that they're, everybody is seeking this, this manuscript called Ashmole 782. And so I was like, okay, what so is... So that's what they're seeking in the, in the book. That's what that's they're what seeking they're in the book of the discovery of witches. And then I was like, I just want to know what about this? Because I caught a clip of the two main characters talking in an interview. 
and and Ashmole 782 is is based off of the known. It's also known as the Book of Life, which is this enchanted manuscript that that they say does in fact exist. Now I don't know exactly what this mean out what this means outside of Harkness fictional world. I don't know what that is, but what I do know is, is that this, this manuscript that is said to have like the original vampire, witch history, like that everyone is seeking is in this. Oh, cool. And it's really, it's whereabouts really are unknown. Unknown. I love shit like that. That is why the book, The Historian is so good. I love the book, um, The Da Vinci Code. Mm-hmm. Those are those are kind of all in the same yeah. kind of, you know, genres Secret, and whatnot. Darks, old ass secrets that like everybody's trying to find. Yes. So that's so, basically what I've been rabbit holes, rabbit hole okay. nation over here. So I'm I'm reading a book. I finally it takes me a long time to get into a book. And commit to it because I've got to like it. I quit. I'm like we've talked. I'm a quitter, yeah. and I've quit a lot of books okay. recently because I don't have time. And you don't it apologize. It's not good. Thank you. I'm I'm not. Did I say sorry? No. And if you oh. did, take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I just picked up um, a book called The Grace Year, and it's by Kim Liggett, and it's kind of like a hybrid of The Hunger Games meets Ooh. Handmaid's Tale. Oh, so if I so may more read uplifting. This, You've got more uplifting content to share with our audience. Okay. (laughs) And fucked up. I mean, what is wrong with me? No one speaks of the grace year. It's forbidden. In Garter County, girls are told that they have a power to lure men from their beds to drive women mad with jealousy. They believe their very skin emits a powerful aphrodisiac, the potent essence of youth of a girl on the edge of womanhood. That's why they are banished for their 16th year to release their magic into the wild so they can return purified and ready for marriage. But not all of them will make it home alive. Oh, so it's about these girls that get like they get pushed into the woods to release all of these like vibes that women possess, and then they are come to be they they are sent home to become a, a bride mm. to whoever is bargained for them with their father. Awesome. So awesome, you know, real. So it's like witchy cool. slash really going to piss people off. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a they. I think they call they hail it as like a feminist novel. Okay. So it's right up yeah. my alley. Like it, like um, it. But it's really it's great so far. It's really I love the way it's written. It, like I said, if you liked the Hunger Games and if you liked The Handmaid's Tale, albeit very heavy, it has that kind of vibe that are, you know we're into that vibe. Are you like? Are you like? Mm, I want to steal a couple pages. Are you at that level where oh, yeah. like I want to be? I, I have it my Kindle with me, <clears throat> and that's another thing. The Kindle. Oh. If you're a new mom with a baby, the Kindles you can't hold a book. Listen, and, you know, if you're not a new mom with a baby, the Kindle is freaking amazing. I love I like it books. so much. I like a book. I like them both. I like laying in bed at my night with my one hand, just leaning ever so gently and looking at my Kindle and no other lights on. Good point. You know, Good point. I like yep. reading a book too, and I will read the uh, the old fashioned book. But I'm telling you, the Kindle book. is where it's at too. It's where it's at. Now, speaking of things, I am watching. I'm on a kick right now. I'm really enjoying movies of my youth at different ages of my life. So, um, uh, for summer movies, so I just watched a so lame but so good, and it brought me back to like I don't know 2001. I know what you did last summer. I need to watch that one with my Freddie kids. Freddie Prince Jr. Sarah 
Sarah Miguel. Sarah Michelle Sarah Geller. Michelle not Geller. Sarah Miguel. Sarah Miguel. No, not she Sarah is. Miguel. Don't know who that is. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Mm-hmm. And then um, who is Reese Witherspoon's former um Yeah, husband. Ryan Felipe. That guy. Felipe. Yes. Felipe. And it's just so good. Oh, it's yeah. Just, I know what you did last summer. Right. And then I watched Now and Then, Same. which is another great flick for young girls. It's such a good one. Um, and then not listening to much at the moment except for the Today Show in the background while I make... Um, you know, banana pancakes for Luna. And I, and you shared this news with me yesterday. And then I saw it on the Today Show today. You guys, this is huge, huge shock, shocking, actually. Yeah. Yep. Shocked. When you, when you text messaged me this, I thought you were, I knew I I thought it was April Fool's. Yeah. I delivered you with this information. This is, this is, yeah, you are, you are the one you broke the news that Kim Cattrall's character, Samantha is coming back. She will have a small, very small role in the reboot of Sex and the Cities and Just Like That. Mm-hmm. So I read more about it. You know, there was there was so much. There actually was. I read the timeline of the drama. There was so much drama between her and Sarah Jessica Parker. She really kind of put SJP on blast via social media. Um, she was very angry with her about a few different things. But the weirdest thing about this whole thing is that Samantha's character is basically going to be on a phone call. Yeah. It's literally just her talking to, us, to Carrie Bradshaw. Mm. I, things that go through my mind, how much are you getting paid for this phone call scene? I because I mean, they must have really wet that whistle for her to act. Cause she was adamant yeah. that she would, she is done with this franchise. She will never, ever be on it again. And now maybe money talks. Money talks. And Kim is going to be on sex in the city. What do you thought? What do you, will you watch and just, yeah, like that? I loved it. Okay. Like I totally yeah. enjoyed it. I was totally into it. And I loved the movies. I just did not get into the series way early on. I know. I'm sorry. You should probably watch the series because from even the first, I mean, it did My not girlfriends There are some really in like things that they said then are not okay. <laughs> not fly, but no, but I'm not, doesn't matter. I'm just making it. I'm just making a point that, Wow, but it's so good. Like the, the 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 show is so good. the The second movie was horrific. Wait, was that when the one with Abu Dhabi? Never laughed harder. Oh, for crying <laughs> out loud! Michelle. Never, never laughed harder. I see. I no, no. The first one was decent. It's still cheesy, but the first one's decent. But I've never cried ha- cried harder. Two scenes when Big stands up, uh, Carrie at the altar, and Charlotte throws her bouquet. If those those that are listening know that scene are getting goosebumps right now, and like a lump in their throat because she like th- hits big with her mm. bouquet. Charlotte does as they you know get Carrie in the limousine. She's like, and she has her finger in his face, and she's like, no, no, and she's just so protective, and she's such a good friend. And then the other, but I think this was the second movie, maybe I did cry during when um, she hides in the pantry from her kids because she's so overwhelmed by that. I remember that. The little girls. Yeah, we've talked about before. I think the little girls paint on her hands and goes to smack Charlotte's butt. And she's like, not my Prada or no, it's Dior. I think it was a Dior skirt. And she's just crying. I'm like, oh, and I remember seeing that, of course, before I became a mom. And I was like, God, motherhood seems fucking hard. Yeah, it's no joke. 
No joke. I remember <laughs> laughing hysterically at the second movie with Kim Cattrall when she's having a full-blown menopausal hot flash in the middle of the crowded market. And I that's, No, Michelle, that's not the hot flash. That's when she's looking for her condoms. Oh, yeah, she's very, looking for her the condoms. condoms. And she's like, we all have... It's such an overacting scene for me. The, I, I don't like when people... Over, I get uncomfortable during overacting scenes. And that, to me, was such an overacting scene. But you liked it, and that's and why left we don't have such a lasting remark. I didn't even know what the scene was, <laughs> and it, when it left oh God, such a it. lasting what's the impression? impression? I don't know. I don't Something. Know. I don't know. Um, but you know, in other news um, circulating right now, Tallulah yes. Willis has opened up about her own struggle with mental health and um, eating disorder and her sadness when it comes to her father's diagnosis, Bruce Willis's diagnosis. And she had said something that I was like, oh my God, I know exactly what you are going through. So Tallulah- really resonated. Did you, yeah, did so you read it and saw Mm -hmm. it as well. Tallulah talks about how at one point she thought that Bruce, her father, had lost interest in her, um, in her life because he had made two little girls with his new wife, Emma Willis. And they're like, they're little ladies. And, you know, Tallulah's like a 20-something-year-old woman. So she- felt like, okay, maybe dad just doesn't love me. He's not he's, as interested because he's, he's got a new family, new family now. And yeah. Right. And may, she, what I'm thinking Tallulah didn't realize is that everyone else was also probably feeling the same thing she was feeling, um, maybe forgotten and abandoned and unloved. Also because, wondering, trying to put the pieces yeah. together and noticing things and not quite understanding. Right. Maybe not all talking about it yet and being like, oh, you feel the same way? Because here's the deal. I felt the exact same way. I was getting married around the time. And I remember like mom was, it was, it was beautiful because mom was was able to come like dress shopping with us. And, but I still, still felt that there was such a disconnection. You know, it was like her last daughter to get married and she just didn't seem interested in a lot of what you want your mom to be interested no. in because you're getting married. And like, that's, she always said, I want Anthony, you and Anthony to get married. He will marry you one day. And then it started happening. And I'm like, you seem like you can care less. Mm-hmm. And you know, you take it so personally, but in fact, her brain wasn't even yeah. registering what was going on. You know, I completely related to her same, sentiment here. Same. My kids were little and my mom went from, our mom went from being this doting grandmother to like, not even wanting to talk to them or see us. And I thought that she just didn't care. She was in a different place. Um, I have to say that I am completely, I have the utmost respect for Tallulah coming forward and sharing so openly her raw feelings, not just about her like relationship with her dad and how that changed and affected her, but her personal mental health struggles that she has put on the forefront to be Mm. so open about. Like bravo to all of those women for speaking up and spreading awareness for that because it's it's so massively important and helpful. And those kind of platforms are going to bring awareness to the forefront. She shared that she was um, diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. She struggles and has anorexia. And I I believe she was, oh, depression, maybe it was. Um, And then on top of that, your own mental health struggles, your father's being diagnosed with um, a brain disorder that's incurable and it's only going to get worse day by day. Um, So such brave women. You also mentioned the other day, Michelle, something about Emma Willis sharing about friends not visiting mm-hmm. did she what did you i missed it. i think that the the what i noticed was just 
also, again, um, feeling, sharing in the same feelings. And you've talked about this a lot, just people don't know how to act in the wake of a friend or somebody that used to be one way that isn't that way anymore. Mm -hmm. And, and she was basically just kind of adjusting or speaking. I, I don't know exactly on to that fact. And it is a very weird, sad, lonely place to be as a family member when you have a loved one that did have friends and different people right. in their life that suddenly they just ghost you. I mean, yeah, it's so hard. It's, but again, yeah, and it's, it's, I also, there's so many different layers to it because they're grieving to the friends that are losing their friend and loved one. They're grieving. And not only are they, they're grieving, they don't, it, how you go about treat, being a friend to someone with dementia is very, you have to have a very special set of tools. Again, it's almost like something that you have to have experienced to really yeah, understand totally. it. So I or under... Like in the, or like you're in the medical field or something. Yeah. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like you come well-equipped for something and like this. And that's the thing. Think about how weird it was for us. We were like, what the fuck is going on? This is bananas. And, it was bananas. And then, so, but but now we're old pros at at being in that moment. And that really does that. And I think that again, talking about it though, normalizing it, letting people know that just because somebody is experiencing a cognitive decline or some sort of degenerative thing, and they are essentially different than what you remember, there is so much value and need to still come and be, even if that moment you share with that person is a moment where you're just there. You know, yeah. and I was sharing earlier about my friend who I said about her mom and I asked about her. I was telling her later, I said, listen, we get a superpower. We have the now we know how to be there for other people because we are walking a journey in a journey that we don't want to be in. But there are things that you can take from it mm-hmm. and apply them into your life when you are talking with your loved ones or people and whatnot. Yes. So you do get kind of this like sixth sense or something. Yes. Um, all right, Michelle, as we wrap up this very diverse conversation. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I thought we took like some speed. Like what, math, was one, right before? what was that speed pill that people took? No, back dose. In the day to lose no, dose. no, no, oh, no, no, that's one, but what's the, the federin? Fe, fe, I don't know. They're the I one that know. was not good for you. None know. of them are good in any case. So what are you doing lately for your cozy, mindful well-being? It's so simple. I'm sorry about the, sorry about the crying baby. That's okay. That's life. It's so simple. I'm uh, just doing porch hangs with my neighbor, Peg. Oh, uh, wow. I love that. It's really one of the most delightful, um, cozy things I could do uh, on these glorious summer days. And Peggy has strict instructions uh, for our porch hang. We are allowed to hang up until 5.30 and then anytime after 7.30, because in between those two hours, the sun will light you on fire. Oh, so it's about the sun. So it's about I didn't about, know if it was about... It is glorious. So glorious. why? Because you just get good vibes hanging good, with your friends. Because what's better than chilling on a porch with your butt, your neighbor buddy, having, exchange, having great conversation and uh, maybe a brewski, maybe not. And watching watching the neighbors go by. It's delightful. Oh, I love watching the neighbors go by. You know, I got one fucking neighbor who walks by my house every day. And when I say hello to her, she doesn't say hello back. And mm, it's that's, just yeah, really, that's not your cozy. That's not my cozy. No. That's not my cozy. So, but my, my, my cozy mindful well-being is I've been 
using mantras a ton lately. Reminders, if I go down a scary like health anxiety route or something, I will say to myself, I am healthy. Mm. My body is healthy. I am okay. And it really helps like flip Flip the the script script. for me. Because if I don't do that, Michelle, I will go down. What will my diagnosis look like? Oh, yeah. It's all or nothing. (laughs) I don't got time for that. I don't know. Yeah, but I am healthy. My body is healthy. I am okay. Love it. I love, love it. it. It's, it's, it's just as cozy as sitting on a, on a front porch with a good friend. Ain't it right? Because there's around. nothing cozy about sitting around repeating nonsense. Repeating nonsense. nonsense. Uh, 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 and uh. I'll tell you what else happens when I do that, when I do my mantra and I say my my three little words, what or my three phrases, what goes from there then? Now I'm 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 catapulted back into the present moment. Yes. So then I'm like, oh my God, I'm noticing things. I'm more present and happier where I am instead of going into fucked up land. Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you read the power of now? Just read a page a day for me. It will, every sentence in that book is about being present. I gave it back. No, you didn't. I I looked on your shelf. I still have it. It's still there. Oh, good. I have it. It's still there. Go get that book. Thanks. All right. Anyone, can I just, yeah, this is it. This is it, folks. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Stay cozy, everybody. Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at at the sister Proj and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy. Stay cozy.